Hey everyone, this is Heather, and you're listening to Simply Healed with Heather Leonard. And of course, my co-host, Stitch the French Bulldog, who today will likely be making an appearance. (laughs) He has no idea. He thinks he's the best co-host ever. Uh, The episode is called Huge Revelation Today, and I can't wait to tell you more about it. So thanks for joining, and here we go. You ever just have one of those moments where you just feel like a light bulb turns on and something that you've been doing repetitively in your life was so very wrong. This is such a small little point, but it has so much bearing. I just had to share this. So you all know me well enough by now, I think if you've been listening to know I love to talk about mindset. Well, <laughs> doesn't mean just because I preach it that I always practice it, right? So Yesterday, I was, I think it was yesterday, it might have been this morning, I've kind of lost track here, but at any rate, I was so frustrated over the coffee maker. (laughs) Stay with me here. So I don't know if anybody else has fiddled with, like I won't throw the brand under the bus because it has nothing to do with the brand. This story will actually explain that. It is operator error probably more often than not but I'm struggling, right? Got the little cup, putting it in the thing, hitting the button, filled it full with water. It was like telling me I needed to fill with more water and the thing was full. And only one of the buttons was highlighted and it was just like flipping the buttons back and forth, opening, taking it off, trying everything I could. Like what is going on? There's some little glitch in the system here. Like I just need a coffee right now. And I was getting like a little anxious inside, like just getting frustrated. Like I don't need another thing to break right now. I don't need another problem in my day. I just need some caffeine. (laughs) So I was like, of all the times for something to fail, it's not when you're like needing a caffeine boost because it was a rough, like slow go in the morning. So as I'm getting heated about the whole thing, it occurred to me that one, like maybe it could just be like a a film or something like I hadn't cleaned it in a while maybe I should just go through and like you know get all the scaling out or whatever like just give it a good clean thorough wash well let me also explain I live at the lake right now so my water gets drawn from a public lake and we've done everything we can to counter against you know to make the water completely clean and drinkable but despite the filter And despite the UV filter, and despite all these other things, I still will take a bottle of water and pour it in, even even when things are getting boiled. Like, I, whenever I can, I do. Uh, I will wash fruit and stuff in the water, wash our clothes in it, brush our teeth with it, that's all fine. But I have a hard time just drinking it straight up or adding it to a recipe or something and not using clean spring water. So I had just filled the thing with a brand new bottle, of water, like one of those huge, you know, gallon jugs of water. So I basically just had to pour it right down the sink. It was like a wasteful buy, not like an expense, but just <laughs> annoying at that, that I was going to have to lug more of these things down to the house. So anyway, I dump it out anyway, despite like really wanting to do that, but I needed to just problem solve and fix this. So when I did, oh gosh, this turns my stomach just to think about it, but outflow like not one or two, but probably like 10 big fat carpenter ants were in this thing at the bottom. How and when this happened, I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. 
I um, <laughs> since they just sort of invaded our house recently and they've never really been a problem before, I'm going to assume it just happened and I had never drank from that <laughs> when they were in there. I'm sure because what happens is our, if our neighbors treat for them, they just move on to the next house. So we got a little flood of them. So I'm, I'm assuming that's what happened. Um, and they were trying to find a water source. So they found one. <laughs> well, what the light bulb moment was for me was this elevated frustration I was feeling over this not working. And what a blessing and a gift it actually was. Like somebody upstairs was looking out for me and like, oh no, you're not drinking that. And was making this thing glitch. I know this for a fact because I literally looked to the sky and was like, thank you. Like, oh gosh. Like here I was thinking, what on earth? What a stupid little problem. This seems ridiculous to me. Like I, it's, there's no reason for it. I just, you know, there's, everything is the way it should be functioning. It was functioning fine the last time. Like what is wrong? If it had gone my way in that moment, what I thought I wanted and needed and just boom, you know, turned on, made the coffee, I would have drank it with bugs in it. Like, oh gosh, just the thought of that is so gross. But that aside, this isn't the revelation part. It just was, I was so caught up, frustrated, angry with the whole thing, getting like just slowly, I could feel it coming up, feel it building. Uh, and in those moments, by the way, recognize where you feel it inside your chest, inside your throat. Like where, where do you feel that sort of physically stir up? Because that can actually help you to like, um, get rid of it. But that's, that's a whole separate point. But anyway, so here I am getting elevated, <laughs> getting a little frustrated. And then when I saw that was just in so much instant gratitude. And then I remembered Every single circumstance, this is my revelation, every single circumstance, every day that we encounter that gives us even the littlest, slightest frustration, have you ever just stopped and thought, what if this is a gift? What if there's something I don't know? You know, so, and then as I started looking at it throughout my day, as I went through the day, so this was yesterday, because I remember specifically I was having some technical issues too, and I applied it and they went away. I actually had to walk away and have a couple times during the day where I needed to just like uplift my whole vibrational, <laughs> like I was in a bad, I could feel the tornado swirls and I had to just set it down and walk away. Um, and that reset was everything. But then also just going back and saying, oh my gosh, could this actually be a gift? So stay with me on this because I really think there's something to this. Every single time I had something going wrong yesterday, a gift came from it. But it wasn't until I stopped to look for them that I actually started to notice this. So for instance, I really wanted to launch my new Facebook group yesterday. I was so excited about it. I had done like this post the day before to get a feel and vibe on who was interested in it. I had a great reception of people that were like into it. So the next morning I was ready to like put it out there and launch it to the world. And then I had this little technical glitch that was holding me back and I was getting so frustrated. But as I was just like trying to deal with it at the same time, I was kind of trying to um, 
keep tabs and all these people who had said they were interested in it um, and communicate with them. So one of the things I had done was reach out to somebody who on Instagram had a very big following of people who were grieving their soulmates. And that's what this Facebook group was for. So I had reached out to him and said, hey, you know, is this something like that you'd be willing to show your audience? And like I sent him a couple little voice messages and I hadn't heard back. Well, the gift in this glitch was finally at the end of his workday, likely, you know, I wanted to launch this thing at like 10 a.m. That was like my whole goal. But here I was at like 3.30, 4 o'clock, 4.30, I don't even know. Um, and I don't even know if he's on the same coast. I don't know his time zone, anything like that. But when he finally got back to me and said he's just been super busy, his response was fantastic. He was willing to help. He wanted to know what he could do. I was just over the moon and that waiting for that changed everything as far as the views I would get on Instagram. So it's these are little things and I know this is like nitpicky details, but but I'm just saying like every single time something popped up and it was like, oh, well, that's why it wasn't working. If you could acknowledge the things and actually start looking a little bit for the light. And I don't think that you'll always see it. I mean, I think there's times where, you know, if let's say I'm running late to get the kids from school or something. I mean, for all I know, there was a big car accident I could have ended up in and I might never know that, you know. But what if we just believed that full heartedly? Just believe that every single time something held us up, made us late, got us frustrated, wasn't working the way we wanted it to, it was actually an answered prayer or a way of giving you exactly what you wanted and most desired and exactly what you were aligned to get. And it was all coming together and you just can't see it. So then instead of meeting that with frustration, you can meet it with just gratitude What a vibrational shift that is. So now, instead of the highest peak of anxiety in my entire day, I have just replaced it with gratitude and complete and sheer happiness for the universe having my back, (laughs) right? For everything falling into perfect place and alignment for me and my day. So I completely completely believe this. This is a revelation I'm not letting go of. I am going to embrace this every single day. Every time I want to get angry, frustrated, somebody cuts me off in traffic. I mean, I've even gone so far, by the way, because I've done this to a certain degree for years, but like in traffic, when people cut me off, I'm always like, right before I get so irritated, I think, oh, God just sent an angel my way. Like, thank you. (laughs) It just slowed me down. It just you know, like you want to be frustrated because somebody's going 20 and a 50. But at the same time, if you can look at it and be like, whoo, thank God this person's there because if not, I would have been pulled over by that police officer up there. Or I would have, you know, potentially hit this biker because I wouldn't have seen them, you know, coming out of the, I don't know, intersection or something. But if every time you can just imagine a story, it doesn't even matter. Make a story up if you need to. But just thank the universe, God, just whoever has your back and just looked out for you and got it, you know, the perfect right way that you might not even see. Whenever you meet something with gratitude, you get more of it. I have noticed that time and time again in my life that if I just say thank you, it happens more often. So an example of this, this is a silly thing, but it's not if you've lost somebody that you love. I get signs from my late husband 
like um, heart-shaped rocks. I find them all the time now. And anytime I start really acknowledging it and just saying thank you and looking up to the sky when I see it, I will see like, I mean, I kid you not, like 20 more of them. (laughs) It's wild. But I think how, you know, how does the other side know what you receive and are receptive to if you don't acknowledge it? Like, you know, you could see a cardinal and think, oh, wow, how cool. You know, my loved one is sending me the sign and letting me know that they're watching over me right now. But if that's all in your head and you don't actually look at it and go, oh my gosh, thank you so much, Barry. That's awesome. You know, how would anybody know up there that's watching over you that you saw it, received it, acknowledged it came from them and want more of it, right? But just acknowledging it like that and taking the moment, I think it leads to more of it. And gratitude is just that. It's like saying, thanks for having my back. Like, I'm recognizing this is frustrating as all heck, but I know there's something to it. I know there's a reason for it. And then look for it. Dig for that reason a little bit. You might not find it, but you might find a few things that are, you know, you had an extra minute to do X, Y, and Z that otherwise you wouldn't have had the time to do. Or, um, you know, like one day when it was time to go get my kids and I was caught up or whatever, I ended up right behind a good friend in the pickup line And otherwise, I never would have seen her that day if I had gone at my usual time. And we were able to connect on a few really important things we needed to. It was like, it's those things. I mean, that was probably purposeful, you know, held me back a little bit, got me a little frustrated. Why couldn't I have just like instead been like, all right, thanks. Like, keep looking out for me. Like, I want to make sure I get to school on time. (laughs) That would have been nice, right? Like, How frustrating must it be to all of our loved ones who've passed, who are trying to help us all the time, to God, to, you know, whatever higher power it is that you're, um, you're looking at or, um, you know, universe itself, but that keeps trying to give us all of these great, awesome signs, all these, um, amazing gifts of helping us out, keeping us safe and prepared. I mean, it occurred to me recently that every stinking time I get in the car, it's kind of a miracle. Like, have you ever just thought about how many times did I talk about this? I must have, I was either woke up thinking about this this morning or in my last episode, I mentioned this. I don't know. But at any rate, that every time I get behind the wheel of my car and some of us more than others, because some of us are not great drivers, but every time you could be getting in an accident and think about how many cars are on the road every day. How many? I mean, in all reality, there should be way more car accidents than there are, right? We're driving these heavy pieces of machinery very fast at oncoming other cars, and yet how random and few and far between that they actually crash into each other. Ever think about that? I just don't think this is an accident. I think that like we just need to acknowledge more often, thank you. Thank you for the slow car in front of me. Thank you for me being a couple minutes late because, you know, I forgot my key inside and had to run back and get it. Or, um, you know, the laundry wasn't done for an extra five minutes, so I was a little late. These, I don't think, are accidents. And they're just a great opportunity to pause and just say, I don't know what you just saved me from, but thank you. Right? A simple little acknowledgement that can trickle into so many different avenues of your life. Even like an annoying boss or like a coworker who drives you crazy, like maybe even in that there's a gift. Like what if all of your frustration and anger could just cease and you could just see the gift in it? 
it's hard sometimes because some of these things, it's like, there is just no good to come from this. And trust me, this is coming from somebody who just lost her husband not all that long ago. The fact that I can see a blessing in everything, even losing him, I knew there had to have been a blessing in it. Listen, I believe with my whole heart that I have an eternity to spend with this man, an eternity. And this time on this earth was really short, although we did have 22 years. So, you know, a lot of people have a lot shorter time. But in my heart, I just believe that God didn't just, how do I even put this the right way? Like, I think that he had a plan and I just think that we were getting in our own way of seeing it to fruition. Like something bigger had to come from his loss. There has to have been something majorly different. And I mean, it could have been anything from like, maybe all four of us would have lost our lives in a car accident because we would have been at a certain place in time. I don't know. I don't have those answers. But it also could have been just to get me out of my own way and doing some of the work I've been doing to help other people with their grief. Maybe it's going to save someone else's life and maybe that life still had a whole lot to accomplish in this lifetime. I don't know. I really don't. But I'm not going to waste days lingering on being angry with higher power for doing this to me. Instead, I'm looking at how can I just be grateful for every little moment that was likely a gift and a help because I think that that's the end goal, right? If you're put here on this earth for a reason, I don't think God's putting obstacles in your way. I think he's spending his time moving the obstacles out of the way. And it's just about <laughs> our own perception. Are we going to just say thank thank you and be grateful? Like, are we going to even recognize that things that happen to us aren't happening to us, but are actually just their experiences that anything else could have happened, could have gone wrong, and it didn't. So every single day I'm here and, you know, I don't trip and fall and break my leg or I don't get in a car accident. Um, you know, I don't accidentally hit the biker on the hill every time I come up over it and the sun's blaring in my eyes and this woman's always walking her dogs, for instance. <laughs> I, it, I really believe that more often than not, somebody has intervened in that. Even just a second or two delay to making sure I'm not coming up that exact point at that exact time when she's standing right there. If there's just, it's too amazing if it's not a hand of God in this all. Do you know what I mean? Like, how on earth is it possible that every day at the same time, she's walking at the same point in the hill and I'm coming up completely blind from the sun coming up over this hill. And yet I've never hit her once. I've never even come close. But like a change in 30 seconds of me leaving my house would have resulted in a bad accident. And I know this, it's an awful, little location where the sun just hits just right at this one time of day and she happens to be walking in the exact spot where for just a second I can't see the road like a second but that's all it would take and it's never happened just the gratitude that I should feel for that alone someone has my back there's just not a question in my mind so I'm going to leave it on that note to take a quick break. And when I get back, I want to get a little bit more 
into some details on our responsibility in all of this, you know, raising children, our own health, how does this apply and how can you apply this realization that I had to just be a better parent, do better with your own health. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Okay, guys, I'm alive. My Facebook group is out there. It, I have launched it. It's taking in new members literally by the minute at the moment, which is super exciting. It is for soulmates who are grieving because they lost their partner in life. Um, and I think it's going to be really special. So if it doesn't apply to you, I'm sure you know somebody who has lost the love of their life and could benefit from this. It is free to join. And if you want to get your own invitation or um, want to send it on to a friend, I will drop the link in the description today so that you can do that. And honestly, I think that when you get a lot of people that have gone through the same stuff together, it can just open up lines of communication and just a feeling of not being alone is really big. So yeah, I hope you join me and I'll see you on the inside. Thanks guys and back to the show. All right guys, so I am gonna give you fair warning that Stitch is in full snore mode. So if you hear the vibrations in the background, I've bored him to sleep. <laughs> so wanting to get more into, well one, let's talk parenting because what kind of mindset are we instilling in our kiddos? I try nonstop when I see these little meltdowns about to happen with my kids to point these things out to them. But I think there's some power in it because my kids roll with things now. I don't, I'm not trying to sound like, oh, I'm the best parent in the world. No, no, we all have our struggles. But I will say my kids are so resilient and bounce back with this optimism that I'm constantly complimented on by other parents. It's like they now, it's their go-to, but it's because I've talked about this their whole life. So when things go wrong, I'm always saying like, well, could have been worse, could have been this, could have been that. Or like, you know, try to spin it a little, give them a little moment of like, let's be grateful for this and not focus on that. You know, little comments like that they in, get infused into your kids if you say it all the time. If it's something you mention once in a conversation, I don't think you're going to see results. But if it's your every time go-to, instead of the knee-jerk reaction of like, I think I hear a lot of my friends do this with their kids when they're, their kid's complaining about something and they're like, seriously, like, why don't you just be grateful for what you have? And I, I'm not sure that's exactly what I mean with finding the gratitude. It's like really taking the moment to say to them like, yeah, but like, aren't we so lucky to live at the lake? You know how many people would love to have this? I'm not kidding. Like, look out your window. Look what you just woke up to see this morning. Isn't it amazing? And then like it, they usually glance out the window and then they're like, oh, yeah. And then they'll say let some little thing. But And I wonder sometimes like, is it getting in? Are they like, is this working <laughs> and then I'll hear them repeat it to others when they hear other people complain about something I'll hear them be like yeah but isn't it gorgeous today it's so nice out at least we all get to be together and I just think that little optimism is amazing because you're planting a seed for their entire future to just be coming from such a better place of gratitude versus a place of negativity pessimism and always complaining or being the victim like it's not a healthy place to be coming from 
And I think my kids have just, like, they've adopted it. It's like they don't even want to hear other people complain. They just kind of quickly squash it down and try to lift them up, you know? It's like, squash that thought and come with me. (laughs) You know, it's not like they don't attack the person for their thoughts and feelings. They offer an optimistic point of view. And it's like a come with me. You know what I mean? Like, look, the grass is totally greener over here. (laughs) Do you really want to sit there in the swamp? No. Come with me. Like, this is awesome. Let's go find some fun. And I love that. And I wasn't sure if it was going to take, honestly, but I would get frustrated to hear, you know, the whining and complaining when it came to anything because my kids have been pretty spoiled their whole life. They've had a lot of things given to them. They haven't had to work very hard. I mean, those were all the things I worried about as my husband and I had success in our lives was like, how are we going to keep our kids grounded? And humble and kind has been our thing our whole life. That was our parenting strategy. We just need to teach our kids to be humble and kind. And, you know, I was really hoping that it would set in, but like, there's always a question mark when you're parenting. You never know. You never know if you're saying the right thing at the right time. Um, or if anything will take it all or just roll right off of them. I mean, I see families where they have three kids and all three couldn't be more different. They are absolutely night and day from one another. And, you know, I think I've blogged on this before talking about this whole nature versus nurture and like how much of it is genetics, how much of it is environment, what they've seen or heard. And did you just parent your second child totally different than the first because you realized a lot from the way you did it with the first one and you changed things? Um, I don't know, but I think that there's something to your attitude about things and how you respond, even if you don't address the kids with it, but it's the way you are. I think if they continuously see that, that that rubs off and becomes part of their go-to, even if not now, maybe someday or on some level, once their you know brains have matured to the point at which, you know, that the frontal lobe is fully developed and they can plan and think ahead and, you know, all these other things sort of fall into place. I think they'll look back and they'll remember that optimism. They'll remember the fact that you didn't, you know, fly off the handle every time something like the coffee maker wasn't working (laughs) and it was like the fifth thing to go wrong that day. And, you know, there's some people that just want to go back to bed and make a big stink about it. And then there's other people who are just like, all right, well, hey, this is happening for a reason. Not sure why, but all right, thanks. Like, I guess I'll be not drinking coffee today. Maybe instead I'll have an orange juice. And guess what? Maybe your stomach won't be upset in the middle of that meeting. (laughs) Who knows, right? But I know I want my kids to be coming from that perspective and, and just truly see the gifts in their own life every single day. So now what about your own health? Like, let's talk about health with all of this. I love cortisol talks. (laughs) You guys know this about me. Cortisol is always, it's a stress hormone and it's spiked up high. When we get elevated, it gets elevated. When it gets elevated, tumors grow, heart disease and problems all over the place. So in the (laughs) essence of keeping this, like, you know, I just... I can feel it in my body. So when I made mention earlier about where do you feel it inside your body, I acknowledge that um, stress and anxiety like welling up now 
And it's like a um, acknowledgement of it. If you can like try to picture it in your mind, like so I can feel it like right at the top of my chest, the bottom of my throat. There's always this spot when the anxiety starts to like elevate. And I do like almost a quick meditation right in that moment. Like I put my hand on the spot. I kind of think about it. I give it space to breathe. I think some people, when they try to process through emotions and stuff, will like fight it. Like they'll try to like, you know, throw all this good stuff at it and just like, you know, okay, good mantras and like all these things that I just don't think that that necessarily works. I think you need to give space for your body to go through what it needs to go through. Allowing it and not shoving it and stuffing it down is really healthy. So like, I just kind of feel what it feels like. And I'm like more curious about it. Like, what is that? Like, is that, I mean, what are you upset about? What is it? What's at the bottom of this? What's really getting you so all the way up in the ceiling right now? Like, is this even, does it measure up? I've talked about this before, but like, does your response match what the situation is? Coffee maker not working. I mean, one, it's weird because the coffee maker was working fine, you know, recently and there's been nothing, no reason for it to sort of crap out on me. You know, there's, there's just no rhyme or reason to that. So probably a higher power purpose for all this going astray. Just going to leave it at that and move on, (laughs) you know? And like, as I'm like talking myself through it and I'm just doing that mentally, like kind of just what the heck and why has this got me so anxious and why it had me anxious in this circumstance was because I had something I had to do next, like right away, had to be done. I had like a time frame in my own mind. So I am the only one that set this up, that it had to be done by 10 o'clock, that I needed to launch it at this certain time of day when I thought people would be, you know, more people responded on their phones or whatever. I don't know. I had built up some expectation as to why I wanted and needed it to happen at that time. That if anything else was going to compromise that, I was going to be angry at it. That's so ridiculous on so many levels because... I created my own anxiety around a situation that had no bearing. I mean, really, I waited an entire day in the end. I just said yesterday, you know what? And guess what? Yesterday, my energy was garbage. So it would have been the total wrong day to launch something. Today, I woke up and I had a skip in my step and I was completely on top of the world. Things felt really good. I don't know why. I have no idea why. I woke up one way one day and a different way the next. It could very well have been because yesterday I sort of skipped over my morning sort of vibrational, um, like, uh, what what I even want to call it? I guess it's a meditation practice that I do in the morning that kind of sets the stage. I kind of quickly leapt out of bed because I knew I had a million things to accomplish. And so I had the bad mindset. I had a bad mojo right from the start and bad crap happened all day long. But today I woke up fresh, excited, and great things happened. So many great things. So, like, don't try to force yourself to do things when it's not lining up right. Just, like, allow the day. And some people think, oh, no, well, this is due today. Like, I have to turn it in. My boss is expecting this, you know, proposal. Or, um, you know, I have no choice because this is the day of the closing for... Um, this property or whatever it is. I'm sure there's reasons why certain things have to happen on a certain day. Just always question if it 
truly has to, or if you set up an expectation in your own mind that this has to be done now, or will five minutes later really matter, or will you know the next day be a big deal? Sometimes it will, but even then, the coffee maker breaking and you're closing that day, it's just doesn't it still doesn't line up right right you could always stop off at dunkin donuts right or i don't know what the local um crispy cream or whatever <laughs> i don't know wherever you get your coffee starbucks but there's probably a place along the way you could pop in and what if i'm just gonna throw this out there what if that day at that you know coffee shop you're gonna bump into an old friend or somebody that you needed to, let's say you've had on the back burner, like this to-do thing, I have to remember to reach out to this lawyer about such and such, but you keep putting it off and keep putting it off, but lo and behold, you get there and guess who's there at the coffee shop? Like, just look for those things because those little synchronicities and like those little things happen all the time. And I think we just brush past them. But I've really made a point lately to just look for them. And when I do, that's the light bulb I was talking about. That's what's turned on. It's just this amazing thing that I can, I can almost always see it. Sometimes when I don't, I just think it's bigger. You know, I just can't see all the parts and that's fine too. Because I think the more little things that you notice that you can connect and say, oh wow, if that hadn't happened, that wouldn't have happened. If that coffee maker hadn't broke, I would have drank ants. <laughs> if those little things, you know, if you see a whole bunch of those, then the few times you can't put your finger on it, it's so much easier to just be like, whatever, I just don't know what it is, but it's there. Because you know that every time there's always some reason. So the few times that you can't put your finger on it. You just know, like, I just know in my heart, oh, it was bigger. Like I would have gotten in a car accident or I would have like, uh, you know, ran into that poor woman and her dog or whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Like, I know it's always something else that I might not see the whole picture on, but I trust and have faith because I've seen it enough and I've taken notice of it often enough that now there's no doubt in my mind. And so when it comes to your health, I think one, listen to the whispers, the intuition, all that stuff. It's so huge because those are nudges from the universe saying, hey, pay attention. I'm throwing you this bone. I'm giving you this like that. There's always a reason that it's kind of feeling like maybe I should do this. Maybe, you know, I don't even know, like. I'm trying to think of a great example when this has happened recently because these happen to me a lot as well. But um, just that gut feeling like, oh, I feel like I should go this way today. And then there's like this cool thing that happens. It's so much fun, but you really have to play with it. Um, and so with your health, if you're feeling like, boy, you know, I really haven't seen the OBGYN in a long time. Um, and I'm gonna put this out there because a lot of women don't talk about this, but for women with OBGYN appointments, I feel like the only thing that consistently keeps people going is like when you're on birth control or um, like at a time in your life when they're really encouraging those pap smears to happen often. But have you noticed that like, I don't know, I wanna say it was like in my 40s, um, 
that I noticed that they stopped like bothering me. No, you know what it was? It was after I had my children. They stopped like reaching out and telling me like I was due to go in. But then every so often when I get that like feeling like, man, I really should get into the eye doctor. My, you know, my eyes are kind of bugging me or I don't know, whatever. What, what this little feeling, like it's just that little voice where you're like, oh yeah, it's been a while. Listen to it. Because oftentimes that's when you get those clues about your health. Um, so, you know, for my husband, he did mention for probably a good three years or so, like, wow, I really am at that age where I should start going in for a yearly checkup. He said it, but he never did it. And sorry, my dog, he's so loud. (laughs) Apparently he's amused by this. Um, so yeah, I think if he had just listened to those voices, that intuition or gut feeling or whatever it is, um, and just seen it as a sign and given a little gratitude for the nudge and gone in, look, we might not be where we are right now. It's a big stretch to say that because I have no idea what factors really in the end affected him the most. Uh, I'm not sure if there was ever a point that we could have caught it and reversed it, but I'm certain that if you're getting this little gut feeling or nudge when it comes to your health, you better listen to it. I'll give a little side story. This will be the last one today, but this one's a really powerful one about just listening to that inner voice um, and then being super grateful. So my youngest son, well, after I had my first son, actually, let me back up even before that, I miscarried on my first pregnancy. Then I had my oldest son, And then it was like a miscarriage after a miscarriage. Now, some of these were like little, like I'd get a positive pregnancy test, but then the next month my period would come. Like, you know, when I say like, I wasn't like so far along and then miscarried at six months. Um, But they were, you know, there were some that were further along after we saw heartbeats and, you know, got really invested and excited. And um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been through the wrapper with a lot of it, but So I want to just tell you when I was finally like, I was really preying on this. I wanted my oldest son. He was meant to be a big brother. And I mean, a lot of people say that, but this child, I don't know where he'd be without his younger brother. There is like every single bone in his body is a big brother material. It just was, it had to be. And so he wanted a baby brother or sister forever. And we were trying. We wanted the, is it Irish twins? Like the back-to-back, you know, both of us were that way with our siblings. And we just wanted to have kids very close in age. So they were going through a lot of the same stuff at the same time. And, you know, and also maybe a little selfishly that we would be able to sort of like, once the kids were out of the house, have a little time still for us. Like, of course, we didn't know what our future was going to look like. But um, all kinds of reasons that we just thought, closer together made more sense. Again, a a foolish idea we had put into the universe that didn't have to be. And it told us because it didn't, (laughs) it didn't come to fruition. But, um, so I was miscarrying and miscarrying and I went to my endocrinologist and I remember saying to him, can you check my thyroid? And he said, I have checked your thyroid. It's fine. And I said, well, can you check it again? And he said, I have checked it several times. Your thyroid's fine. And I was so adamant on it. And the reason I was, I mean, I'm in healthcare. So I know what the signs of when your thyroid are off look like. 
So something inside me was just like, this feels thyroid. Like every single part of it felt like thyroid, even like oily hair and like everything. Like it just, every time I got pregnant, it felt like my thyroid was off. So I said to him, I know you've tested me before, but I don't think you've ever tested me after I've been pregnant. Can you please test it again? And his response to me was, he laughed in my face, <laughs> which is fine. I, I'm, I got broad shoulders for that. I don't care. Laugh at me all you want. But, um, and he said, it doesn't, nothing changes with your thyroid once you're pregnant. Like it's not going to change the outcome, but if it will make you feel better, I will do that. And he left the room at that, like no other words, left the room, whatever, ran the test and came back in with a look of utter shock and said, you were right. Um, it is your thyroid. Uh, and the bad news is I think you've probably already lost this pregnancy because, you know, it's so far off and we'll put you on medication today and right away, you know, who knows, you know, maybe you'll get lucky, but, um, yeah, you've likely lost this pregnancy, but let's get you on this. And so we'll just keep you on it. And so that way, um, you know, when the pregnancies happen or whatever, it will, it'll be okay. Well, that's my youngest son. So that pregnancy took and stuck and here he is amazing. Oh my gosh. Amazing child. So just follow your gut and be persistent if you need to be. And sometimes doctors won't always go along with what you're saying, you know, that you need to have done if, if there's no bearing or, you know, but if you're really persistent, sometimes just to pacify you, they might do it. And in this case, how lucky am I that I followed that gut intuition and just stayed persistent with it? Because I mean, and everybody always says, yeah, mother just knows. And maybe it's that, um, but, and I think men have the same gift and I think we all do. I think we just, we don't listen or push to the point of like ruffling feathers or, you know, everybody wants to people please. And, you know, maybe you do know your body better, or maybe that crazy article you read that explained some weird wacky disease that <laughs> you believe you now have, and they're all rolling their eyes and looking at you like you're crazy. Well, maybe that article was placed in front of you for a reason and you needed to read that and know that maybe it doesn't end up being that you have that weird radical disease that you thought you did, but maybe that little nugget of knowledge will someday help somebody else with their situation because you'll recognize it in them. You know what I'm saying? Like there's just, I don't think it's coincidental that we bump into certain articles in a newspaper or um, have this notification come across your phone or you type in like, I typed something in this morning into a Google search and something that I did not type in popped up and I thought, well, that's weird. And I just about was about to like retype in what I wanted one more time. And then I thought, no, I'm going to read this because why would it just pop up? Like how weird and random is that? And I'm still, I still haven't connected that dot yet, but I still feel like I will figure it out because I got a little nugget of information from the thing I read that I didn't know before. And it was interesting. And I feel like I don't know, maybe in the next few weeks, it'll be something that I needed to know or have to help myself or help someone else. Who knows? But how cool is it when you start looking at life through that lens 
It's just cool because it's filled with possibility. It's not filled with cortisol. It's filled with excitement over like, huh, I wonder what this could be. Like, I wonder when this is going to be useful or why this came to me. That And that gives you something to be grateful for and like curious about. And I mean, how cool. It's fun. It makes life more interesting and exciting and less stressful, which is the end goal in all of this. I'm all for getting stress out of the way. I think it's really one of the biggest problems that we face today that's not addressed. I think there's a lot of things contributing to cancer, illness. I just think we underestimate the power of stress's influence in all of this. And so I'm all for just finding ways to look at that part of it too, our mindset, because our mindset's what leads to all of these physical, I mean, a lot of physical stuff happens in response to our brains. And I've mentioned it in past episodes, but you know, even me just thinking right now about pizza's got my mouth watering. So <laughs> it's happening all the time. Let's get our minds straight and fix ourselves. <laughs> all right, guys, I appreciate you all so much tuning in every week. And um, I have a lot of upcoming episodes where I have guests and I definitely want to get into getting some of those out there to you. Um, Hopefully in the next few weeks, you'll see that happen as well. So that'll be a fun little twist and turn. Um, For now, though, I just say be well, apply some of these little things to your own life and see what you can do to just keep your stress levels down, your optimism up, you know, raising healthy kids and really just finding ways to not let life bug us out when it seems like everything is falling at your feet, going wrong for you and right for everybody else. Maybe just, you know, turn and pivot a little bit how you look at it and be grateful you don't have ants in your coffee. (laughs) All right, guys. See you later and thanks again.